WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song. Listen up, slap nuts. This is Jeff Jarrett. Hey, this is Trish Stratus. This is the undisputed future of WWE. Seth Rollins. Hey, this is Kane from WWE. This is TNA Superstar EC3. Hey, this is Gail Kim. This is WWE Superstar Natalia. Hi, this is Bree. And this is Nikki. And we're the Battle Twins. This is Pat Patterson. The greatest man that ever lived always likes a good rack. And you're listening to the greatest rack. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. I heard y'all wanted to hear a bedtime story. Bottle boom! Realest guys in a room. How you know? I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes with your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. You can just call me Taker. Oh my God, it's Taker, 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 Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my God, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. And her producer, Sir Rocket. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. This right here means I'm the champ that runs the camp. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. I knew you dumb. Right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at Wrestling Figure Photography. Follow the journey today at Instagram.com slash MBG1211. Also, a huge shout out to everybody listening to us over at Gerberg.net, WildTalkRadio.com, and RackRadioShow.com. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is my ever faithful producer, slash co host, slash handyman, Sir Rockin'. We're here, we're live, Wild Talk Radio, RackRadioShow.com. Interact with us on Twitter at Wild Talk Radio, at Rack Radio Show, at Lindsay Come to the chat rooms because we like interacting with all the people in the chat box. Because that's what we do, because we got lots to talk about tonight on the show. Yes, we have news, we have notes, we have SmackDown. Excuse me, we have NXT, we have, and we have Raw. Yes, we are talking Raw on the show because, well, the Raw post-show sort of happened the day after, but it didn't happen because people were out too late. They had too many dates. I know, I had a date with a a (laughs) nine-month-old. He didn't want to go to bed. But magically, Taker put him to sleep. And Taker then put him to sleep. Hashtag true story. <laughs> That's the real reason there was no show. Anyway. He was babysitting. I, I was babysitting. So, 
I say we just jump right into the news because I don't I don't know where to go from that. Shake it off. Between it Taylor off. Swift and babysitting, I just this feels like a one eighty. This just this feels like a one eighty. So <laughs> We're just going to jump right into news brought to you by the fine folks over at Gerwick.net and TNAasylum.net, the haven for TNA fans. And, well, we have to talk about the big news of the week. I'm not sure whether I'm happy or sad about this, but the big news is WWE announced where WrestleMania 34 is going to be. You ready? Everybody ready? I'm ready. It's going to be in New Orleans, y'all. Were they just there? They were. Four years ago? Yes. Do you know why they're going back? Somebody offered them a lot of money? Partly, Yes. So, New Orleans did offer the most amount of money to bring them back. But there's a big reason why. In 2018, New Orleans, Narlands, turns 300 years old. So, they wanted WWE and WrestleMania to be a part of their year-long celebration of Narlands. Which is basically going to be a year of debauchery, drinking, and everything else. Pretty much. And they wanted WWE to be a part of it, part of it for their tricential? Centennial? I guess. Yeah, tricentennial. Tricentennial, thank you. Celebration. So that's the main reason why it's like, okay, it was a nice tie-in. They said WWE would be a big part of it, and that is why they're doing it. That's the main reason why they accepted the bid going back four years later. Because you try to spread it out a little bit longer. The last time they were in between this short distance was back in 96-2000, where they ran Anaheim twice. In that time period? Yeah. So, they're back again in the Silver Dome, brother. I mean, Super Dome, brother. Brother, sister, mother, father. Uh, brother, brother, brother. Well, I mean, I was kind of hoping they would come back here because we're opening a new football stadium, but they can always, you know, come back later. Because yeah. we're actually getting... See, what surprised me is they didn't come back to Atlanta because we're getting the Super Bowl. And, and they usually like to get in there before the Super Bowl. We're getting it... Is it next year? Someone with the Google power... Let's see. Google it and find out. I know it. I know it's not this year. I know for a fact it's not this year because that would just be like too perfect. Atlanta Super Bowl 2019. 2019. Okay, so it'd be the year after. So they still could get in there before the Super Bowl. No, it would be right after the Super Bowl. Yeah, it, it would be right after they get it. But I don't think they would do the same region twice. No, because they did. I guess Orlando and New Orleans are in the same region ish. Yeah, New Orleans. It's in the south. I think they're trying just for weather to stay in nicer places because it's like New York, Minneapolis, Michigan, wherever. Where is WrestleMania? No, WrestleMania's in Orlando. Where was WrestleMania last year? Dallas. Dallas. Where was one of the rumor places? Wasn't it Minneapolis? Minneapolis was one of the rumor places. They even put out a thing about it. And now they look stupid. Um, so it's like, I think they're trying to look for places that it's like they have the facilities for Mania, but also that the weather is not going to be questionable in terms of cold. Because I know at least for New York, because it was an open-air stadium, there were a lot of concerns about the weather, and they actually had to construct a special ring to keep the performers warm during the performance, be- during the show, because it was like it was cold enough to where they needed to have a heater. But Vegas, uh, Matt, Vegas does not have a 60 60- thousand seat stadium yet and seattle seattle was 13, 12 13 13 years 14 years ago already not seven or eight it's wrestlemania 19 we're at the 33 does seattle have the facilities for what it is now though seattle still has 
the the the, the dome, Safeco the Safeco Field. How many is that seat? Oh hell, sixty something, seventy See, something. I Wrestle- think they're trying to go WrestleMania nineteen. I'll, I'll tell you in a second because that's where they did it. It was in they fit fifty four thousand in that stadium. Yeah, I think they're trying to go for seventy, eighty, ninety thousand people. They're trying to go for as many people as they can. So they're it's like they look at the smaller venues and the smaller venues are great. Like they're going back to Orlando, they they will be using a smaller venue in Orlando. But I think part of it is they're going to tie into NXT. But it, it, the smaller venue is still 70,000 people. Yeah. So it's, it's not like it's a small venue. Small venue's 20 at this point. Yeah, but I mean, it's like for for last year, because Dallas kind of set the bar. Well, there's no other bigger stadium other than Dallas. Dallas has the biggest stadium. Of course they do. The last time they were in Orlando, they did 74,000 people. That ain't too shabby. So they'll probably get close to that this year. They're going to break their record from last year's. That's going to be a thing. Even though if it's not true or not, it's going to be a thing. They seem to break their record every year. They sort of break some sort of record. Amazingly, whether it's true or not, they always break a record. Oh, are you talking about the new the Raiders stadium? When they get that. Yeah, they could. They could. They have to get it built first. And the Raiders didn't have to actually eventually move there. Like the, like the Chargers are moving to Los Angeles this year. Lame. Available now at San Diego shops. Ah, that's just priceless. Well done, internet today. Big props to the Dallas Stars. One the of, Dallas Stars, and who else was it? The Lightning. The Lightning. And a bunch of minor league teams did it too. They all changed their logo with bolts and stuff, and or copycats of other the, their affiliates. It was tremendous. They it won the internet. They, they won the internet today. Just saying. But, you could tell which social media coordinators have senses of humor and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's fabulous. It's like everybody just like jumped all over this. So speaking of logos, what do you think of the WrestleMania logo? The little points that go over the letters bother me. They really seriously bother me. I want to fix it. It looks. It looks really sloppy. Like, if you wanted to bring it up over and behind the lettering, that's fine. But to have the points coming down and covering the lettering just bugs the crap out of me. At least for the W, because the W, it looks awkward. This is artistic take presented by Mahans.net slash Linus Ward. Same as her Twitter. Yeah, no, don't. It's just, no, to me, it's like I like things clean like that. I don't like things covering logos up because for what I do for my job, covering logos is a sin. So it's like to cover the logo up with stuff or to cover the name of the show up, it's like, it, it makes it harder to read, makes it harder to see because it's like your eye goes to the points instead of the name, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, just, it, it bothers me on an artistic level, just the 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 points because everything else is fine. It actually kind of looks like a copycat of the thirty logo. No, the thirty logo had all the X's. I said kind of. It's got the fleur de lis. Yeah, kind of, because that's a Vegas thing, uh, not a New Orleans thing. Yes, but it's like you know, it just look, sitting here looking at it. It's like it just you wanted to bring it behind it, cool. Or down. Just bring it down a little. It would have been alright. Yeah, I don't know. Not a fan. Sorry. But congratulations, New Orleans, on WrestleMania 34. We're all bitter and jealous, so go you. Yay! Up next, we have the other big announcement, and this one comes with a congratulations, because, well, a former guest of this show, a man who we're very delighted to announce, recently got signed to WWE. In fact, his today was his first day, so Vic Trivianti... Former announcer of House of Hardcore, the original is now a WWE commentator. Announcer. Uh, announcer. He was working the NXT house shows this week, this week in Florida as sort of the host or whatever. So, former guest of the show is now part of World Wrestling Entertainment. Vic, 
Dude, dude, hook us up. He'll be going by Vic Joseph in WWE because that's easier to say than his last name currently. Trivilliante, Trivilliante, I can still say it, kind of. So there you go, Vic Joseph, congratulations. You could, like, hook us up with Bray Wyatt, that'd be awesome. Because, you know, Breaker and Tay. Breaker and Tay. Taker and Bray. (laughs) Breaker and Tay. Tay, everyone. Tay. Coming to to the show, Tay. (laughs) The Under Tay. Her her bay, if you combine them, bay, Bray and Tay. No, no, don't use that word. No. Bray and Tay, the the bay. No. Undertaker and Bray for the rack, 2017. Get on it, producer man. Get on it. As I get glared at. Anyway, let's do the blame brunts. If you have a cue. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's injury roundup. I did have a cue up, but I had the volume down. You slacker. Well, I turned it down when it came into the show. So, Brent, 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 you didn't really have a busy week, but you did get, well, an important member of the NXT roster, Shane Thorne of TM61. Hashtag blame Brent. Uh, he's down with a parent knee injury. Will need surgery. No indication on how long he could be out. But that's a thing. Poor Shane. I hope he feels better soon. There so. you go. Get better, buddy. Get better. And speaking of getting better, because I have no other transition for this, uh, 2K s- announced that WWE 2K17 is coming soon for PCs. So if you don't have a system like me and you want to play WWE 2K17, now you can on your computer. Yes, it will be coming out for the PC on February 7th. It's a worldwide launch, so it will be available all over the world. Standard edition will be $49.99. The deluxe edition will be $74.99. You can also get the season pass for $29.99. The deluxe edition apparently comes with the season pass. That would make sense. So you get a $5 discount if you buy that edition. You also get all the fun. If you pre-order... If you pre-order Deluxe Edition, it's a 15% discount. If you order the standard, it's a 10% uh, discount if you pre-order both of them. So there you go. It'll come with all the DLC content because you're buying the Season Pass on in the Deluxe Edition. Uh, most of it will be available at the time the game launches, except for the Hall of Fame Showcase because that is not available just yet. Speaking of WWE 2K17, you go to youtube.com slash rockradiation subscribe for five days of content. But the Future Stars pack, if you actually play the game, is av- is available on Tuesday. And who does that include? Mojo Raleigh, um, The Perfect Ten, Ty Dillinger, Gallows and Anderson, I believe. Those are the four. There's probably one more, that, oh, but I can't remember off the top of my head. But I know it was, it's them. Um, this is where I'm looking. He's Googling. We're doing a lot of Googling tonight but on I, the I'm show. Not, I'm not Googling. I'm searching their website because I was on there reading the... Um, all the all the stuff and Austin Aries. That's the other one. Austin Aries. How Austin. can you forget Austin Aries? I know he was a former guest of this show. He likes a really good rack. Um, Austin Aries, Tidal, Jamal, Joe Riley, and Gallows and Anderson will be in the Future Stars pack, available on Tuesday. If you have the season pass, it'll be available right away. If not. You have to pay the actual cost of it. Nine ninety nine, I believe. Eight ninety nine. So there you go. And for the record, Maddie, WrestleMania is not my exotic vacation. There is one better than that. It's called Europe. WrestleMania is not your exotic loca- vacation. No, honestly, no. no. Mania, not mania. Mania. Either. Just giving you crap, Matt. We, he will call you out on your spelling and your mispronunciations, but that's okay. You can call him out on his crap too. I know. 
And if you're going to do a bracket, spell bracket correctly on Twitter. Anyway, moving on. He with put the- a lot of work into that. I know, and it, I, so much so that I'm going to actually probably move up the date we're going to do it on. Matt, I'm very proud of you for that bracket. That was impressive as hell. Well done. You the- deserve an applause for that. The hashtag greater than great debate coming weekly to CB Radio. So speaking of coming soon, not to CB Radio... WWE announced they will be putting out another straight-to-DVD cartoon adventure with a classic TV family. We have left Bedrock and moved to the future. That's right. WWE is taking on the Jetsons. Travel forward in time where George Jetson discovers, well, the big show. He's been frozen in time. Oh, no. And what? He's been frozen 100 years? Something like that? Something like that, yeah. It's like Futurama. So he's been frozen. And what does he do? He decides to take over the world. So what do the Justins have to do? They have to travel back in time. Yes, it's 100 years. It's exactly 100 years. So they travel back in time 100 years. And they kidnap Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Sheamus, Alicia Fox, Vince McMahon. And the Usos. And the Usos to bring them back to take on Big Show. Sadly, I'm looking forward to this. I'm really kind of looking forward to this. If nothing else, because in the preview, Seth Rollins gets chased by a cane bot. Which means there's a taker bot. Maybe. And possibly a Wyatt bot. Alright, now she's just reaching. Just saying. But I'm excited for the movie. I actually, as stupid as these are, I really kind of enjoy the crap out of these. Mm-hmm. It'll be available on February 28th in digital and March 14th on DVD and Blu-ray. I sit here and giggle the entire time watching it. She does. It's 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 kind of hilarious. And well, I think that does it for the news. What do you think? It does. It is for, it is for all the news we, you can handle. Presented by Gerwork.net and TNA Asylum.net, the haven for TNA fans. Even though we had no TNA news, which is good, which is really good. No news from TNA is a great thing right now. So when we come back, we are going to be talking all three things raw. I can't talk tonight. All things raw. Because it's the cold medicine, y'all. We're both sick. We're both on cold medicine. This show is brought to you by Theraflu tonight. So when we come back, we're talking raw. Listen to me squeeze about Taker. You don't want to miss it. This is The Rack right here on WallTalkRadio.com. We will be right back. Have you heard CB Radio's Lone Jobber Holiday Bash? Hello? Ho, ho, ho! This is Jobber Claus. Is this Brent I'm speaking to? Oh, God, yeah. Ho, ho, ho! Now, sir, you are on Kate's, I mean, CB Radio's Holiday Bash, hosted by the Lone Jobber. Lone Jobber! And what we do in this time when I do these shows is we have a little fun little contest we call the K-Job Call-Up Carolyn Contest. Can you give us a little carol for us, sir? Remember, uh, you agreed to be called. What carol? Uh, anyone you feel most comfortable with. You know, I, 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 I'm a benevolent deity in that sort. Yeah, go ahead and give me one. Why not? I will I will try and do a bar of it and that's about it. 
Well, uh, how about a Silent Night? We've always had a real good success with Silent Night. Oh, boy. Okay. This is going to be tone deaf, so don't worry about it. Oh, I used to do this show, and I used to have to do my own caroling. You don't have no idea. <laughs> okay, I guess if I can remember Silent Night in a while. Okay. I know about I know about like three lines. That's about it. Um, you know what? That's gonna be better than we're than uh, we've got thus far. Hear the Lone Jobber Holiday Bash available now at WildTalkRadio.com and CBRadioLive.com. The evolution of online sports entertainment begins again on Sunday nights when you step into the ring with Wrestle Talk Radio. Covering all the latest in the WWE, TNA, and the indie scene. Plus, providing you with the most comprehensive coverage of every WWE and TNA pay per view. Join Wrestle Talk Radio every Sunday night live only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. It is that time once again for the Wrestling Radio Awards, and we need your help, as The Rack has been nominated for Female Interview of the Year with the Bella Twins. Media Interview of the Year with Barbie Blank aka Kelly Kelly. Media Interview of the Year with Jeff Jarrett. And of course for Show of the Year. You can vote once a day. Support us in this year's Wrestling Radio Awards by voting at WrestlingRadioAwards.com. Can't catch a WTR program live? Well, we've got three easy ways for you to listen whenever you want. First, listen to the Wild Talk Radio Network on iTunes. Just head over to iTunes and search for Wild Talk Radio Network and subscribe to our feed. Secondly, download the Stitcher Radio app and search for Wild Talk Radio Network. And finally, just visit the archive section right here at wildtalkradio.com and you can download every single episode of all your favorite programs. Best of all, it's free. Keep up to date and spread the word to your friends on how you can be part of the Wild Talk Radio Network listening experience. This is Mr. Money in the Bank, the undisputed future of WWE, Seth Rollins, and you are listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio. here on wildtalkradio.com brought to you by our friends over at Wrestling Figure Photography follow the journey today at instagram.com slash mbg1211 and if you're listening to us over at gerwig.net 
wildtalkradio.com or rockradioshow.com. Thank you so much for listening to us. All right, Taker, take it down. Take it down. Just, you know, take it down, Taker. There you go. He's such a dramatic man, isn't he? It's not what I was actually calling him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lay off your dimmer switch there, Sparky. (laughs) And, well, you know, since we didn't get to talk about Monday Night Raw together, and I've had to bottle this up for, you know, four days. Kind of. Kind of. The wrestling public, the wrestling public did not hear the explosion that was Tuesday. So let's start with Titus. Or maybe they did. I don't know. I don't know. So let's start with Titus O'Neil returning to his roots in NXT. Kind of, sort of. So Kofi Kingston brought out some footage of Titus and the um, keg and him falling and tripping and stuff, and they redid it on Monday Night Raw because that was a thing. It was a thing. I will say that it is impressive that he was able to drop it right in time. It was, yeah. Oh, and he lost to Kofi. Shocker. Alright, now you can talk about Taker. No, no, we're gonna hold Taker for the end. So that way I can just build to it. You know, build, build the anticipation. Okay, so Sasha and Bailey, they, they, they went up against Charlotte and Naya on the show. Um, it was okay. They, they sold their, 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 their injuries where they got attacked by Charlotte and Naya in the back. I did like Naya. Pushing Charlotte up against the, the the cases, showing that she's not just here to you know do her dirty work. She actually wants a piece of Charlotte. That was a smart move on on their part. Yeah, don't have her be somebody's lackey. Have her be her own person. Right. She may do some dirty work for others, but she has a goal. She has a focus. She if she does dirty work for somebody else, it's her own, in her own self interest. It is. It is. We also saw a handicap match between Roman Reigns and uh, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho. And finally, Roman Reigns is no longer your United States champion. What do you mean finally? He hasn't had the title that long. I know, but he's, you know, he lost it. Because you know what that means. Finally, Roman Reigns can once again become your Universal Champion. No, he can win the Universal title for the first time. He can win the Universal title for the first time, but he'll be the top dog on the A-show? The Red Show? On the Red Show. I thought the match was good. I liked the finish. I liked the co-breaker and then the pop, the powerbomb on the apron, and then them having to drag his dead carcass back into the ring for another co-breaker. I did like that. Yeah, that was good. It was really well done. It was a really nice match, and the finish was completely unexpected. Because it's Monday Night Raw. You don't ever expect them to chase, change a title this close to Rumble on Monday Night Raw, or on SmackDown for that matter, but they did it here, and I like that. I like that they did it. Because Rowan's getting the other title. Well, that's fine. Because cause, the, the story is going to be Jericho now will have a belt, and Kevin won't. And how will Kevin react to Jericho being the one with the title? You realize that Jericho and Kevin are doing the Lake Hole gimmick? Yeah, but it's really interesting to see how Kevin now reacts when he loses that belt. It's going to be a thing, everyone. Be prepared. should mention that uh, Seth Rollins took on Braun Strowman and actually got a decent match out of Braun Strowman. Okay, so here's the best part about this. So when Raw opened, right, Seth is in Steph's office talking to Seth, Stephen Foley, making demands, right? Braun screams... They all jump back about 10 feet, and Braun walks right in, stands right in front of Seth, 
looks over Seth at Stephanie, and he's like, I want Roman Reigns. Or Sami Zayn. And Goldberg. And Goldberg. Like, just starts making demands, ignoring that Seth's right there. It was hilarious. But yeah, Seth got a decent match out of Strowman. I don't think Strowman's that bad. I just, they haven't found him that right dance partner yet. And he's improving. Strowman's improving, but he needs to learn how to sell. But it was decent. Wasn't terrible. No, it was good. It was... It was his best match that did not, not feature him using weapons. And the Golden Globe goes to? Shawn Michaels and Rusev. <laughs> oh my god, this is hilarious. So, Shawn comes out with Enzo and Gas. No, Shawn comes out on his own. For, then for, Enzo and Gas come out. No, Rusev comes out and then Enzo and Gas. Fine. Shawn and Enzo and Gas are together. That's the only thing that matters in this. And this was just gold. This was pure 100% gold. I know a lot of people probably didn't like it. I, I was laughing the entire time. Shawn Michaels trying to make his make some jokes. I thought Rusev was tremendous. I don't know why Jinder's out there, but he's just Jinder. Jinder's out there to be Jinder. He's the third wheel to Rusev and Lana. You know what? Honestly, this is this was not meant to be serious. This was meant to be funny. This is a way to not have it be Enzo and Lana, which I'm completely 100% fine with. You know, you have Rusev being Rusev, which, honestly, I appreciate his humor more now watching him on Total Divas. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now, for whatever reason, he's entertaining as crap. Maybe because they never let him used to be like this. Because it's now him being his witty self. Him being his witty self. You have Sean trying to keep up with the lingo where he's like, haters! They're haters! (laughs) And I think he said at one point, he's like, it's what you kids today call Uh this. Haters. (laughs) Haters. Oh, Sean. Bless you, Sean. What do we have over here? Haters. It was just, it was amazing. It's not meant to be serious. It's not meant to be anything but a complete and utter piece of fluff because it has Shawn Michaels out there. But it's Shawn Michaels. Plugging his movie on January 20th. Ding. But this led to a match between Gender and Big Cass. Which was awful. Which was terrible. But the upside was... Rusev got kicked in the face by Shawn Michaels. Which was amazing. Not gonna lie, it it was really, really amazing. He still got it. But yeah, basically Rusev was demanding that Michaels put Lana in the movie, and Michaels like, well, it's it's already shot. Use that CGI stuff. He's like, it's already out in theaters, or it's already been printed or something like that. He's making up all these excuses why they can't put her in that are completely legitimate. And he's like, you know, use CGI! And Shawn's like, "I, I, I don't think that's how that works. I don't know how it works, but I'm pretty sure that's not how that works. It's like, oh my god, yes. Yes. So good. Well, look, I, I, I'm not, you know, the biggest movie guy, but the, the movie's already done. It's already made. It's been edited. I mean, it's coming out January 20th. I heard you. Yeah, I understand So, that. I mean, they, they can't really, they can't just put somebody in when it's already, when it's already been done, so... As Sean, I don't care. Hear me, I don't care. I really don't care. You can do just like that bad movie Star Wars did. Use your stupid CGI and put my wife in that movie. <laughs> what do we got over here? You know what? What you kids call them today? They're haters! They're haters! 
of haters, I tell you. A cup of haters. A cup of haters. Now I'm gonna do something else. <laughs> oh God! I, I, the, 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 I, old man Sean. Old man Sean is amazing. Old man Sean is amazing. And LeMans brings up a point in the chat room that they should have had Sean come out and Rollins ask where Triple H is. They could have done that, and I thought about that, but, you know, as I said in the chat room, they're slow burning the Hunter-Rollins feud. They don't want to heat it up. They don't want to have them touch just yet. They're purposely keeping Triple H away. They're distracting Seth with, like, Braun Strowman and a couple other different things until they get past the Rumble. And then once they get past the Rumble... Either that night or the Raw after is probably when Hunter will start turning up. Right, and again, Sean was there to do a movie plug not being a serious angle. Because it really shouldn't be. It's like, Sean is a great way to find Hunter, but... Sean's face, Rollins' face, it doesn't work. Yeah, it's like, you really... It's like, if you're going to have Rollins looking for for Hunter, it's like, there are other ways to find him. Other than through Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels really should be like that last resort, where's Hunter... Kind of thing, because then it's like the only way to bring out Hunter is to beat up Sean, which means Rollins would have to go heel and Hunter would have to turn face. And that's not what they want to do. Like if it was Rollins was a heel and Hunter's a face, you know, yeah, that makes complete sense. But it just, because Rollins is the face and, and Hunter's the heel, it doesn't. Seth, Seth will get Hunter, don't worry, and it, it will be spectacular. Or what is it? Delightful. Delightful. Wonderful. God. Available now at rockradioshow.com. It's uh, delightful. Oh, Lord, that man needs a hug. Anyway, I guess that it, that's it. Nothing else really happened on Monday night. Oh, wait. No, that's wait. it. That, that, no, that, that, that's all of it. So when we come back, we're no, going to no, talk. No, 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 no. No. no, 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 no. There's the uh, there's the other third of the Hunter Sean trio we have to talk about. The other th- what, what are we talking? What, what are we talking about? What should I say? I just want you to know how sorry I am. You mean this one? That one. Where he comes to the ring. I swear to God, they put the whole thing on the YouTube. Okay, thank God. Here we go. Here's some of his promo. I'm back. And I think it important that the world should know I will be entering the Royal Rumble. I answer to no one. I go where I want, when I want. Nobody controls The Undertaker. And at this point... Except his wife. This wife walks up to Stephanie and goes. No one 
Now I have returned to the city where I have suffered my most devastating loss and where the streak came to its demise. We don't talk about that, Taker. Crowd was not part happy with that either. But my journey continues to the Royal Rumble. I've dug 29 holes for 29 souls. And I will be bringing the dark side to the Royal Rumble match. And after I win, I will return to the main event at WrestleMania. And if anyone, and I mean anyone, stands in my way, they will. Rest in peace. <laughs> and then a little groan at the end. All right. I'm just so, going to sit back and you can go. Because I have theories about this. I'm not going to get into it fully, but needless to say, Stephanie McMahon is in love with The Undertaker. You want me to explain that in detail? Tweet me. I'll, I'll tell you my little theory on that. Anyway, so the whole setup for this is Stephanie's giving Foley his performance review, because basically everything hinges for Foley on producing The Undertaker. Stephanie is unhappy with him. She wants Taker. She wants him bad. She wants him in the middle of the ring. She's demanding The Undertaker. And Foley keeps telling her, you know, oh, he's going to be here. He's going to be here. I have a sixth sense for this. And she's like, call him and get him here. Like, she wanted him. And there was this whole awkward conversation about them texting The Undertaker and tweeting him. I'm tweeting him. It's like they're going out on a date or something. I mean, you know, because again, she's completely in love with him. She got all dressed up and everything. Anyway, continue. Anyway, so, you know, Taker doesn't show up in the prescribed amount of time. Stephanie marks, marches fully down the ring. She's about ready to rip him a new asshole. And then, you know, there's the gong, right? And I mean, Foley looked ready to cry. I mean, it's like, good lord, Taker. You could have shown up, like, a little bit sooner. Like, she's gearing up, ready to fire Foley. And it's like, gong. It's like, could you be any more overdramatic? He could. He could. Oh, he definitely could, based on everything he's done. But it's just like, you, you overdramatic bastard. It took you long enough. So he cuts his little promo. He backs Stephanie into the corner. He announces he's going to be in the Rumble, and he leaves. And it's like, yay, Taker! And Ross going, yeah, Taker's gonna win. Oh wait, he's not going to win the Rumble. I'm still on the, I'm still on the bandwagon of the Undertaker winning the Royal Rumble, despite the report from the news sites that are gonna say it differently. I'm still on the bandwagon of Taker for Rumble winner. Hashtag Taker wins Rumble. Thing. Put him in back in the main event against John Cena. Let it happen. Make it happen. It's gonna be Joe. Hashtag Taker for champ. It's gonna be Joe. Hashtag Taker for champ. Joe for champ. Hashtag Taker for champ. WTR Fantasy in the lead. Hashtag Taker for champ. He doesn't want to be champ. How do you know? The man is 52 years old. Does it stop anyone at that age? Some of them. 
Not all of them. He shows up twice a year. Okay, so? I don't, realistically, I don't think he wants the bother of being champ. Because then he has to go do press, he has to travel, and as much as he wants to get out of the house... Hey, hey, he can lose it the next night on Raw or SmackDown, for all I care. He can win it at WrestleMania and then give it up. I don't care. Someone can this beat is, This is The Undertaker. He does not give anything up, okay? He just does not do that. He could, if he wanted to. No, because then that will forever, everybody will be like, oh, you know, The Undertaker gave up the title. No, he would lose it to some young, up-and-coming kid on, on SmackDown. He'll like Samoa Joe. Okay, that could be on the SmackDown afterwards. That'd be fine, because it won't count in fantasy. It would be afterwards. be cool. You can lose it on SmackDown following WrestleMania. be cool. Or, you know, Finn Balor could come back and knock him out of the Rumble, and, well, then Finn and Taker would just have to fight each other. And Joe could win the Rumble, and then win the title at Mania. I like Taker for champ. Anyway, there's been some criticism about Taker's speech. There's been a big hubbub about people making remarks. You know, here's the thing. Taker is Taker is Taker. Taker hasn't cut an original promo probably since Brock, if you want to call them original. I'd say it's a little bit of a rehash of the SmackDown promo, aside from the declaration of, I'm in the Rumble. It's pretty generic Taker stuff. But that's what you get from the Undertaker. He has his catchphrases. The, the digging holes and what you know, whatever it is. I mean, the man, the man is not a talker. The man has never been a talker. He has gotten by pretty much his entire career with glaring at people. Think about that. And when he had to talk, he had Paul Bearer, and Paul did the talking for him. So he's trying. I don't think his promo skills are really that top notch, but also I don't think he's putting a lot into it. Like, he's doing the Taker theatrics, he's doing the voice, he's doing everything else. Like, he's trying to be Taker, and this is the most we've seen him really do of Taker in a while. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was, whatever he did was great on Monday. Yeah, I mean, I thought he was fine. It's Taker. Taker, I think, gets a certain little leeway that a lot of other people don't, because when he shows up, it is a special occasion. It means something when the when the Undertaker's there. So... But I liked it. I enjoy it. It's always good to see Taker and his wig, because he's wearing a wig. Actually, now I'm thinking, because I have something queued up. So I'm going to play some sound. We're going to have a little bit more sound. Here we go. Eventually. But the last time we were in a ring together, I beat you for the World Heavyweight Championship. No, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. <laughs> and since you've been gone, okay. I've kind of become the man around here. <laughs> so maybe you should uh, get out of our ring. Oh. Right. I just want to make it clear. I got that. I got that. She's good stuff. He's, he's, he's my mom's favorite wrestler, dude. <laughs> so unless you want to deal it's not him. with the fists of Jericho, <laughs> punch you in the face, man! <laughs> Maybe you should go away now. From here, 
Do you understand what I'm saying to you right now, man? You dig, huh? <laughs> Also, here's the thing. I don't know him well, but it looks like you've upset him. <laughs> so, maybe just... Oh! Yes! I, I'm really sorry for him, but I, I, it's a thrill to meet you, sir. So that he's actually stands wagons. His hair is getting longer. It is getting longer. So it should be ready to go by Rumble. But yes, that was a clip of the Undertaker taking out Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho after the show, which Kevin Owens and that is absolute gold. Good to know his mom loves the Undertaker so much. He's my mom's favorite wrestler. <laughs> I don't know him that well, but I think you've upset him. How to how to sneak that in? But that's it for the Raw breakdown. Yeah, that's it for the Raw breakdown. So when we come back. We are going to be doing SmackDown, we're going to be doing NXT, and Tweet of the Week. You don't want to miss it. You're listening to the Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. We'll be right back. Wow, I've got the move. That really move. I said chill. Up and down there, fine. I'm just a sexy boy. I'm not your boy toy. I'm just a sexy boy. Every Monday night, get caught up with everything that happens on Monday Night Raw with the Raw Post Show. Suplex City, bitch. From the big returns, I didn't just make headlines last night. I turned the WWE universe upside down. To the shocking moments. The last time you and I together, we were in Brooklyn on Monday Night Raw with me, you, Rusev. Remember that? That was an amazing night. And then remember, you came to my hotel room and surprised me that night. Yeah, that was crazy. Remember that? And you told me you didn't want to be with Rusev anymore. You said he was big, he was hairy, he smelled like rotten testicles. And we did those special exercises. You showed me how to do the the one-legged Russian vacuum. Yes! Remember I showed you how to do the Wisconsin wheelbarrow? Hey, we were just talking about you, kind of. And we, you guys still together? I heard you broke up. We're actually engaged to be married. You're engaged to be married? Mazel, that's fantastic news. You got a hell of a woman here. She's flexible as all hell. Whoa, I mean, it's amazing. And the moments that leave you speechless. My name is Bo, and I'm here to say, Flow Rider's disrespectful in a major way. You sucker punched my friend in WrestleMania 28, but I'd be upset too if I was named after this awful state. You need to channel your negativity in a more productive manner. You hold an ace high, but I have a full house. Like my name is Danny Tanner. It's the Raw Post Show, Monday nights, live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. It is that time once again for the Wrestling Radio Awards, and we need your help, as The Rack has been nominated for Female Interview of the Year with the Bella Twins. Media Interview of the Year with Barbie Blythe aka Kelly Kelly. Media Interview of the Year with Jeff Jarrett. And of course for Show of the Year. 
You can vote once a day. Support us in this year's Wrestling Radio Awards by voting at WrestlingRadioAwards.com. Which one of your favorite WTR personalities is truly king of the WTR ring? Find out when your favorite WTR personalities battle in the virtual realm. Subscribe now to youtube.com slash radio show and check in at 3 p.m. Eastern 1 p.m. Mountain every Monday to find out who is truly the king of the WTR ring. Once again, subscribe now to youtube.com slash radio show. Let the battle begin. Do you feel a little bit empty inside after the rack goes off the air on Thursday nights? Well, don't fret, because the rack has a little something extra for you, in the form of the rack extra. Join us as we review the weekly happenings with your favorite Total Divas. From start to finish, we give you our reactions to all the relationship drama, the infighting, and all the trips to the plastic surgeon's office. Join us as we get all up in that Kool-Aid of the Total Divas with the Rack Extra. Weekly, right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Trust me, it's simply thebomb.com. This is Kane from WWE, and you're listening to The Rack on Wild Talk Radio. Right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at Wrestling Figure Photography. Follow the journey today at Instagram.com/slash MBG1211. Also, a huge shout out to our friends over at Gerwick.net and everybody listening to us at WildTalkRadio.com and RackRadioShow.com. Thank you so much for joining us because you're just in time for Tweet of the Week. to be the kind of person spending time on my space until the spammers ended up taking over my place and I was so bitter until I found Twitter oh a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving my addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline cause I won't stop tweeting no more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure I just have to tell you The Wendy's Twitter is gold It is absolutely gold It might as well be brought to you by Wendy's tonight Maybe we could get a sponsorship Hey Wendy's Wendy's, we need to tweet them Do it tomorrow Alrighty, so Dirty Mix D12 tweeted Ryan Reynolds and said, Reports say that Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool will appear alongside Hugh Jackman in Logan. I need to sit down. Please be true. Ryan Reynolds replied, Sadly, not true. Prisoner 24601 
is on a solo mission. Ryan Reynolds also tweets, People in LA are deathly afraid of gluten. I swear to God, you could rob a liquor store in the city with a bagel. I like bagels. Brian Bergstrom just tweeted out, Morrow said that AJ Styles' first year in WWE has been golden. He's been showered with praise for his in-ring performances. Because Golden Showers was trending on Twitter Thursday. Or yesterday. Tuesday. When was it trending? God, I don't even know when it was trending. This week. This week. No, it had to be Tuesday. Tuesday. It was Tuesday. It had to be Tuesday because Morrow said it on Tuesday. God, what are we coming to? Kevin Owens. Headlocks are the best. So Impact Wrestling tweeted, He doesn't always eat fries, but when he does, they are from Wendy's. And it's a picture of Ethan Carter III holding Wendy's fries. Wendy's replies, going, he's very good, winky face. They just hit on Ethan Carter the Third. They did. So Patrice tweeted, I would watch a reality show of Totino's, Wendy's, Denny's Diner, and Arby's just living in a mansion together and handling social media. Totino's replied, Tim Buck says, I break down and cry in front of the confessional camera first. Wendy's replies, I'm not here to make friends, and it's a screaming gif. Trevor Hughes tweeted, Kevin Owens goes, I once called you out for using it as a... And using it in terms of the um, headlock. Using it as a rest hold during WWE Newcastle, you proceeded to verbally tear me a new one. Kevin replies, that certainly doesn't sound like me. <laughs> Ballot Club 101 tweeted, whoever created Wendy's is glorious. And they replied, we won't give in. We won't give in until we're victorious. And then did they post a gift of glorious? No, they did not. Shame. Shame. Missed opportunity there. Right. Mike Teft tweets Wendy's and goes, who's responsible for your roasting powers? You got Gordon Ramsay running that account. And they reply, our roasts are too raw. He sent them back. I love the Wendy's Twitter so much. Mm-hmm. You want anything else? That's it. Adam Pierce. This horrible man was very happy and eager to put all 26 pieces of his carry-on luggage in the overhead compartment. Travelers beware. And it's a picture of Byron Saxton. Of course. Road Dog replied, and his, he has sunglasses on inside the airplane. I'd punch him just for that. Why are they so mean to Byron? I, I don't know. Uh, Enzo, Ienzo, tweet at Wendy's. Have you introduced a broken brilliance burger yet? Wendy's replied, first mu- we must delete the frozen beef patties from obsolete restaurants. And posted a Matt Hardy wonderful gift. Fake ESPN. Temperatures in the Green Bay will be so cold today that Eli Manning's mom packed an extra ther- extra thermals of hot cho- of hot chocolate for the quarterback. Aw, she's such a good mommy. Fake Sports Center. Breaking: The Pittsburgh Steelers are being investigated by PETA for their mistreatment of dolphins. <laughs> good one. Rick Sign guy um, tweeted how Natty ripped up her his sign. Mm-hmm. Natty replied, oh, I'm not sorry, and I'll fix nothing. Your son was cheap and inappropriate, just like your blue shirt and your red hat. Good night. Fake ESPN. Steelers assistant coach Joey Porter was arrested outside of Pittsburgh last night. The Bengals instantly offered him a coach as their de- defensive coordinator. Total Divas episodes. Upcoming WWE, uh, H- HB, HB, what's HB? Hasbro? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the ones who do the movies, yeah. Um, films. It's Josie and the Pussycats and Bailey. Wacky races, roadblock, end of the line. New Day meets the Herculoids. Huckleberry Hound, Hell in a Cell. Kevin Owens in Yogi Bear's Jelly Stone Slam and Jam. And Shinsuke Nakamura and the Galaxy Trio. Mick Foley. 
Undertaker, in case you're looking on with a Phantom Twitter account, I really need you here. Right here. In New Orleans, Louisiana. He does have a Phantom Twitter account. He just won't tell us. I thought Foley told him not to tweet when he went in, this, when he went in the Hall of Fame. He did. But now he wants him to tweet. Anyway, Rusev. Big congrats to Jericho. After 17,000 matches against Roman, he finally won the U.S. Championship. Not like anyone else had a chance. Jericho, 1 in 17,000, still better win-loss record than yours, Sloth. See, a lot of tweeted, and how will that affect me? It's only the brain, it's only the brainwashed Americans that care at, about his pathetic list. About Jericho being on the list. Jericho is not true. Canadians, uh, Bavarians, and a couple people from Timbuktu care as well. Patton Oswalt. Is Trump's press conference tomorrow only on TV, or is it live streaming? hey Get it? Get it? Um, Pat Oswalt. Hey, uh, Elton John. Hey, Elton John. Agree to play in the inauguration, but only to play Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. You see what he did there? J- Jamel Hill. Hey, Donald. You're in my thoughts. And, and then it's a gif of President, the President, you know, using his phone and, and the First Lady Michelle Obama snatching it away from him. Scott Fishman. Dear Triple H, please sign Obama to NXT. The kid has good mic skills. Hashtag Obama farewell. Should. Cage side seats. I don't watch 205 Live so much as I patiently wait for Talking Smack to come on. Ditto. Yeah. Some dude named Ben tweets Wendy's. Should Vince book a match between you and Burger King at WrestleMania? Wendy's replied, WrestleMania doesn't usually have squash matches. <laughs> yes. So, Bubba Ray, Bully Ray put, you know, took a, a snapshot of that tweet and goes, Bravo, that, that is funny. They go, We've got a table for you anytime. Bubba goes, Great, Tommy Dreamer and I are on our way. We're going to need a bigger bigger table. <laughs> Not Sports Center. Breaking. Former Bills coach Rex Ryan has agreed to a three-year deal with the New York YMCA to coach 9- and 10-year-old flag football. And finally, Scott Fishman. If you blink and from a distance, you could confuse Elias Sampson with a Seth Rollins cosplay. Maybe just me? No, you could. You really could. But that's Tweet of the Week. Ding! So now. Now, ladies and gentlemen... It is the SmackDown Throwdown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's SmackDown Throwdown. Yes! 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 Where or where shall we begin? We're going to start with the slack gone wrong. Okay. So the Ambrose Asylum happened. Intercontinental Champion Dean Ambrose. Who doesn't have Mitch, but he has Maurice. The alligator head. The alligator. Because they couldn't they couldn't get the permits for a live alligator. So he named him Maurice. You know. Anyway. And him, Miz comes out with Maurice, and they're mourning still. And they're, Dean and Dean and Miz get into a fight, and then he's holding, holding Dean back. And she goes for the slap. Dean ducks. Miz gets slapped. Dirty deeds to the Miz. So... The Miz wanted his Intercontinental title back before all this went down. And as this went down, Dean's like, okay, I'll give you back what you, something of yours. So he gives the Miz back the Miz Participation Award, which is key to this whole thing because after the Dirty Deeds, he then gives that, that Participation Award to Maurice. I think my favorite part of this was Maurice's face when he whipped out that Participation Award because she's standing there looking at it going, we just got played so hard. <laughs> And she's like, crap, he's going to be super pissed when we get backstage and I have to ride in the car with him. And it's a super long card ride. Great. 
fantastic. This is gonna suck. I mean, that was, that was literally her face. It was just, just like crap. He played us. He did. He, he really, really did. But this was, this was phenomenally entertaining. Should know both men entered the Royal Rumble. Yeah, because Dean entered it, and then Miz is like, oh no, you're not gonna disgrace it. I'm in the Rumble too. Uh, it was perfect. I, I really, really love their chemistry together. Mm-hmm, it's great. I, I really do, because it's like Dean, Dean needs someone like Seth to play off of, but Seth isn't there. Miz is a really good close second. Yeah. A really good close second for that. He's a good foil. So, yeah, digging the crap out of this. All right, where do you want to go next? So, let them fight. Let them fight. Let them fight. Natty and Nikki just go at it in a pull-apart brawl. Actually get a let-them-fight chant. Which was nice. So, it's set up with uh, Natty attacking Nikki backstage before their match, and then Nikki came out all pissed, and then just continued to brawl around the ring. It was, it was great. It was fantastic. I love the hell out of this. I need more. So, we're building to the eventual one-on-one showdown between the two, but I, I like how they're building it. It got away from the stupid name calling. It's now personal. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's great that, you know, you're trying to type, make this really personal, but honestly, leave Cena out of this because this has nothing to do with Cena. It's like just, it's like if you want to drop his name once or twice, that's great. Excuse me so much. Um, if you want to drop his name once or twice, that's fine, but it's like, it feels like they've been hitting that Cena nerve a little bit too hard. And Nikki's Bella has done so much in her career to just, you know, it's like you have so much material there. Pick on something else. Go for something else. Or just slap each other around. Either way works. Just slap each other around. That's that's the way to go. But yeah, this was really good. This was really well done. Yeah, it was. So, Ziggler, despite his new persona, continues to lose? It seems that way. He lost to Kalisto. So, if people thought he's going to go on a win streak as a heel, heels don't always go on win streaks all the time in WWE, so the frustration's going to continue, where Ziggler just continues to have enough, have enough, and he's going to continue to lose, so be ready for Ziggler to lose over and over again, I would assume. He did some talking on Talking Smack. It was just it was just okay, but uh, we'll see if this heel turn works. I don't know. He's just a mid-card guy. That's all he really is, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I, I like Ziggler, but as I keep saying, I'm done with Ziggler. I'm tired of Ziggler. It's just, it's so hard to buy Ziggler in any th- really serious role. Because you know how this goes. We've seen it time and time again with him. It's a pattern. So it's like, I like Ziggler. I think he's an amazingly talented performer. I'm just, I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. It is literally the same story over and over and over again with Ziggler. Either do something different with him and stick to it, or don't do anything with him. Which I would hate to say because he would just go to waste. But it's like, don't don't half-ass it. Please don't half-ass it. You know? I'm in agreement. I think a lot of people are in agreement about that. I think a lot of people are kind of getting tired of it. Yeah. Because we've all seen the story. It never ends well for him. No. And speaking of not ending well, it's not going to end well for somebody as Alexa and Becky, due to outside interference, are headed for the steel cage. Yeah, Papa Brian put them in their place and is putting them in, in timeout by putting them in a cage. That's exactly what's going to happen. He's more and more looking like a father. Every single week. And the best part is, is Alexa plays the bratty daughter so well. Like, she I love does. the memes. Mm-hmm. Of, she's like, I hate this family. It's tremendous. 
like the people coming up with memes for this is awesome. Total Divas episodes has been knocking it out of the park with yes. the, with the gifts. It's been tremendous. It's been awesome. So, but yeah, I like. I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do inside a cage. It's going to be awesome. They they had a great promo exchange on on Talking Smack. Go listen to it, people. It's awesome. It's amazing. Next. Next! Well, it seems that the Wolf Moon was not enough to help the lone wolf against the champ, because Baron Corbin lost to John Cena in the main event of SmackDown. He had to recognize whose place this was. So yeah, it was a good little match. Um, Cena won. No, 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 no real shock. He's in the title match, so he should be beating Baron Corbin. I know, but it's just like... For Corbin, they've been building him, and they've been trying to do something with him again, and it's like, it, it feels like you you hurt him a little bit by having him lose to Cena. It's like, if you wanted somebody to come out there and job to John Cena, it's like you could have found somebody else. I understand putting Corbin in there. It's a high-profile match. It starts to get him a little bit more experience. You know, he can learn a lot from John Cena, but it's like, did, ha- did Cena have to beat him clean? Yes, because he's in the title match. But Corbin could have cheated and lost. But in three weeks, we won't remember him losing to John Cena. I know. Because everybody loses to John Cena. Except for AJ Styles. Oh, that's coming! At the Royal Rumble. That's coming. John Cena's gonna get his revenge. Just you wait. And then... And then there were Wyatts. Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton took on American Alpha in a rematch for the tag team titles. Luke Harper was at ringside. The Wyatts controlled this match. Most of it, there was a lot of really good back and forth. American Alpha and the Wyatt family have great chemistry together. Love them together. But, well, things got heated between Randy and Luke. When Luke went for a distraction, Randy hit Luke, knocked him off the ring apron. Luke got mad. And, well, one thing led to another. Somebody got hit, and the Wyatts lost their tag team title bit. Clean. Ish. Ish, after Randy took the pin. And then Luke and Randy sort of um, were face-to-face. Bray Wyatt was there. They were all yelling at one another. Bray was trying to calm the situation down. And then Luke goes for a kick. Orton ducks or backs away. Bray Wyatt gets hit instead by Luke Harper's boot. Bray Wyatt was pissed. He left in a huff afterwards. Luke was like, oh, crap, I screwed up. Speaking of awkward car rides... This was probably one of them. This was a super awkward car ride. Okay, I'm just going to make my plea now. Bray, who has been with you since day one, alright? Luke loves you best. Just remember that. Luke loves you best. Because, you know, afterwards what was interesting was you had Orton kind of smirking about it. So, did Randy Orton really join the Wyatt family? And has decided to be a contributing member? Or is Randy Orton infiltrated the Wyatt family and is trying to destroy them from within by driving a wedge between Bray and Luke? I guess that's something we will find out about. Hashtag not part of the family. Just saying. Because, you know, if Eric was here, that would never have happened. I'm just saying. Are we sure? Yes. Okay. Because he would have honestly killed Randy. Let's be real. If we're being real, he would probably ate ate an RKO. That too. (laughs) If we're being real about that one. He would probably ate an RKO. But he would have tried to have avenged his father. He would have. Yes, he would have. So, that does it for SmackDown on to NXT. It's time for this week's edition of the NXT Rundown.
So, before the show, Asuka was attacked in the parking lot by Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. They had a match. They beat the two girls they fought. Afterwards, Asuka came down looking for revenge. She was being beaten down. Nikki Cross came out to make the save. Peyton and Billy bailed. And then Nikki Cross went after Asuka and laid her out as well. Good stuff in the opening segment. Great stuff in the opening segment. I love that they're all going for Asuka. And then at the end of the show, Regal's making announcements, and Asuka walks in. She wants, she wants to, you know, defend the title at San Antonio. Against who? All of them. Okay, honestly, this is my favorite thing off the entire show, because Asuka is so done with her crap. She's so done. She's mm-hmm. like, you know what? You want to act like, like this? You want to hide? Fine. Let's go. All of you. Like, part of me really wants her to take out the entire women's division, just to prove a point. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure she could get most of them, except for Ember Moon. Like, I want to see her get to everybody and take out everybody except Ember Moon. And I think that's where we're headed. And I think that's where we're headed, honestly. But it's like, mostly I want them to do this just because I really want to see Asuka try. Because if anybody could do it. She could. We had a, a pre-taped interview with Shinsuke Nakamura. It was your typical Shinsuke promo. In the end, Tom Phillips handed him uh, a gift from Bobby Roode, which was Bobby Roode's ticket from NXT TakeOver last year at WrestleMania. Nice. Nice little, little thing there. Next week is the contract signing, which we'll probably learn more why he gave him the ticket. Um, Oni Lorcan lost to Andrade Cien Almas in a rematch from their house show match in Australia. Or, no, Japan, I should say. And then we had a really good main event match. Not worried about the drift, but we had a really good main event match with a DIY and a revival. I know, shocking. They had a great match. Shocking. It ended with the double pin, both, got both DIY members pinning the revival. But they... Again, they have great chemistry. They just tore the house down. It was a really good 15, 20-minute main event on NXT. Yeah, this was fantastic. Which, you wouldn't expect anything less from DIY and the revival at this point. You really wouldn't. Afterwards, the authors of Pain showed up and attacked DIY, laying them out. So it will be DIY versus authors of Pain at NXT TakeOver San Antonio. It'll be the four-way for the women's title at San Antonio, and we have Bobby Roode and Shinsuke Nakamura in a contract signing for their matchup in San Antonio next week. We're, we're getting close. A few weeks they're away. Do- they're doing a really nice job of building San Antonio. They really, really, really are. Yeah, they're building up the, the top three matches really, really well. So, very enjoyable. Looking forward to next week. We have the focus back on NXT. Yes, we do. Yay! Yay for focus. Well, that's it. That's it. I think that does it for the rack. So, well, you got stuff to plug, so plug away. Saturday Night Midnight-ish is another edition of CB Radio. Greater Than Great Debate. Ice Cream Edition takes place this Saturday Night Midnight-ish. Say what? Blame Rob's. All the fun stuff. It's CB Radio Midnight-ish. CB Radio Live on Facebook, Twitter dot com hashtag blame rob when a celebrity dies sunday night russell talk radio 10 p.m eastern with tim stein heartbreak mike and the omega wtr sunday night the all-time greatest continues sunday night 10 p.m eastern we'll be back monday night raw post show 11 10 p.m eastern to recap everything that goes down on monday night raw with the return of brock lesnar we'll be back next thursday night for another edition of the rack 10 p.m eastern 
subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash rock radio show. You see daily WWE2K17 content. This week's mashup Monday was Bray Wyatt and Shinsuke Nakamura. Which was spectacular. This week in the King of the WTR ring battle, it's myself versus the Lone Jabber. So check it all out at youtube.com slash rock radio show. Follow us on Twitter at Rack Radio Show and Facebook.com slash Rack Radio Show. Vote for us in the Wrestling Radio Awards. Go to WrestlingRadioAwards.com. Vote once a day for the next week at WrestlingRadioAwards.com for Show of the Year, Female Interview of the Year, and Media Interview of the Year. We appreciate all the support. It's WrestlingRadioAwards.com. Follow me on Twitter at WildTalkRadio, Facebook.com slash WildTalkRadio Network. Every vote counts. Even yours, Matt. Every vote counts, so please go vote for us. As he said, we're super appreciative. Even if we don't win, we're so grateful to everybody who voted for us, who took the time to even think about it. It's it's an awesome feeling, so go vote if you can. Remember, and just to share this with everybody, if you have a computer at work, and you have a computer at home, and it's two different IPs, you can vote. Twice. Hint, hint. Wink, wink. Not that I would ever, ever suggest doing that, but I've heard that can be done. Maybe. Anyway. So, speaking since we're giving out thank yous, thank you so much to our very fine sponsors. Gerwick.net, TNAasylum.net, The Haven for TNA fans. And wrestling figure photography, Instagram.com slash MBG1211. So for Rock, I'm Lindsay. This has been The Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.